There's a lot of people who get to this point. They maybe they've made some money, maybe not, but they get to this point of realizing like their business isn't serving them, mm-hmm. and it is completely okay to like burn that to the ground and start over. <laughs> <laughs> burn it. <laughs> Just like honestly, give yourself permission to reinvent yourself as often as possible. Uh-huh. If this means that you go through multiple titles then that's what it is. Like, that's not ideal because We've it may be confusing, <laughs> but like, it's not something that like, I wouldn't want you to stick with a title that doesn't feel aligned. Yeah. Like the moment it doesn't feel good, either just stop saying it mm-hmm. or, or get rid of it altogether or change it for what feels better. But yeah. Or look for the next step. Like, where is it? Where do I need to unfold next? Welcome to Sold Out Strategy, the podcast for empaths, healers, and spiritual business owners who are committed to activating their purpose and growing their sold out businesses with integrity. We are your hosts, Nanette Minley and Sahara Page. Welcome to this week's episode. Welcome to episode seven yes. of Sold Out Strategy. Uh-huh. Today we're talking about a lot of cool things. Yes. Mostly um, picking your title. Yes. Or sharing your title mm-hmm. as a business owner, a.k.a. your elevator pitch, a.k.a. how you introduce yourself yeah. to people. We're going to talk about creativity in your business. Yeah, because that's really important. Yeah. For sure. Creativity, differentiating mm-hmm. without alienating. Yeah. Hashtag. That's definitely a good hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like how to find that balance mm-hmm. between all of this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Did I set that Yeah, I think think so because, you know, as a spiritual entrepreneurs, we want to like really express ourselves. And so, um, and we're usually multi-passionate types of people because we believe in like really uncovering ourselves and finding Mm -hmm. ourselves and going through a spiritual journey. And so, um, there's a tendency to, uh, in our businesses, try to, um, like we we were talking about this just off recording, kind of cram everything in, yeah. like all of our expansiveness into like a couple words. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the best way to do this yeah. and how to do it in a way that's aligned for you. Because like she said, balance is like a super important part yeah. of this whole process. Being able to talk about yourself and feel good about it yeah. and what you do and not feel like weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'm a Meanwhile, coach. being clear. Yes, meanwhile being clear. Yeah. So clarity. much balance. So much balance. <laughs> it will, yeah, if you if some some people are triggered by the word balance, you can also fit oh. in harmony. Oh, I'm there. A Libra, so I love <laughs> I know. both of those words. <laughs> it's like a, it really it's about finding like what is going to work for you. Uh-huh. But there are we want to just basically tell you what's on either side and like mm-hmm. um that's where we talk about differentiating and in setting yourself apart without completely confusing yes. everybody that you're talking yeah, to yeah yeah okay so the first thing that we want to consider in terms of picking your title or really presenting yourself out in the world as a business owner is a- acknowledging your creative expression and an- acknowledging mm-hmm. that you are a creative being, literally your whole reality is expression. And there is a part of you that wants to pull that creativity into your title, right? And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that per se, but what happens is when there's too much creativity in the name that people don't quite follow what it is that you do. They don't get it. You're a spiritual walker, yeah. Planetary transmissioner. I don't, yeah. yes, understand. Like, it's hard to wrap your mind right. around a lot of 
lofty language or a yes. language that is not too grounded. Right, exactly. And the the name of the game here is clarity. Yes. Like the name of the game when it comes to your title is that you should be able to put the title out there and semi-clearly communicate mm-hmm. what it is that you do. And one of the things that we wanted to mention here is that you don't have to cram it all in. You yeah. don't have to exactly. fit your entire multidimensional like magic essentially uh-huh. Uh-huh. into a three yeah. three words that are hyphenated or something. Yes. <laughs> right? And so I don't want to like call any specific names out or anything. I don't want to do that because I'm not trying to essentially create shame around any particular name. But the point of the matter is that when people like talk to you and you drop that name, whatever that is, you know, are they like, notice how they're responding. Mm-hmm. Are they saying, Oh, okay. And then <laughs> stopping the conversation. <laughs> right. Or are they asking more questions and saying, Oh, what is that about? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like trying to dig further, right. Because your name serves as a hook, yes, right. It's a as hook, the sure. initial hook that gets somebody excited or interested in what it is that you're about, yeah, like your and business. You want it to be intriguing and you don't mm-hmm. want it to, like you said earlier, be alienating. Yeah. Right. Right. And so like, that's the first thing that you wanted to pay attention to. If you already have a title and you're not sure if it's working for you or not working for you, start noticing how people respond to the name. And I'm not saying like, ask a question on Facebook and say, Hey, do you like my name? <laughs> Who do you think I am? <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm more talking about like in real life conversation, are people continuing to, to, you know, essentially engage with you or are they so confused that they stop talking? Mm-hmm. Right. And then if they are asking questions, like how many questions are they having to ask before they get what's happening? Yeah. Um, that's going to be an overall clarity issue and not necessarily just the title, mm-hmm. but it's worth mentioning here as well because it is related. Yes. Um, and so you mentioned off, off recording earlier and we we're talking about this, like how this whole idea of shoving all of your creative prowess into a name screams you know lack mentality or scarcity consciousness yeah sometimes i think that like um sometimes i just realize that wow that person is like just a really cool creative person Mm -hmm. and look at what they do and it's intriguing but um sometimes it's like i can see that be like a different energy and Mm -hmm. i think we need to make sure that we're not coming from a place of that when we choose a title because Mm -hmm. we think like oh people are not going to be interested in me i just need to like cram everything that i do you know into like five seconds so they can like get it and that really is a like a lack mentality that's thinking like that you aren't you aren't great enough and yeah. who you are and they won't be just in, intrigued by you and your work or want to work with you if you just show up and say, Oh yeah, I'm a, I'm a coach. They're yeah. going to be like, okay. Yeah. You know what? Like when you're talking, this came to me, this image, it's like your name is like your first impression when yeah. you go to somebody, yeah. right? So when you meet somebody, you don't say, hi, I'm Nanette and do, and then do a quick skit of all your emotional range in one <laughs> second, right? You don't like, hi, say, I, sometimes I, I feel crazy. And- <laughs> like you don't shove all of that in the first five seconds yeah, of yeah, meeting yeah. someone. And this is essentially what you're doing with these extremely complicated or very, very lofty names that don't communicate actually what you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So when you are picking your name, you you want to honor your desire to be creative, yeah. right? Like there's, but there's a harmony point where you say, okay, I'm creative enough with this without being confusing. And then I want to take a quick sidestep here and talk about um, 
the idea that you don't want to have a similar title to somebody else, especially if you consider them somewhat of a competitor, which I don't believe in, but if that's what you're, that's where you're at right now, Mm -hmm. like you don't have to, um, pick a totally different name and reinvent the whole wheel just because someone who's similar to you is picking a different name. Like I'm an intuitive marketing coach. I know another intuitive marketing coach. Uh There's not really very many of us yet, but I know what that is. And for the longest time, I wanted to change my name. Mm. I was like, oh, well, like she's apparently the only intuitive marketer, like marketing coach Mm -hmm. that's allowed to exist. So I have to like, you know, put a spin on it. And I think I went to like intuitive marketing alchemist and like went through all of these different names. But people were straight up confused last year, like last um, spring about what I did. Yeah. Because it wasn't clear. So now I just say intuitive marketing and business coach. That's very, very clear. Mm -hmm. Um, And they normally will ask, like, what do you mean intuitive? Like, what's intuitive about what you do? And then it gives me an opportunity to share my gifts. But I just want to, like, to touch on that. Like, if there is another person who is calling themselves, you know, a similar title to you, you don't have to, like, run the other direction and get extremely creative because it's okay if you have similar names. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean, like what we said, it's supposed to be the hook that brings people in. Right. And the way that you do it and the way that you create your container and your business is going to be way, way different than that other person because you both are going to be expressing and you both have needs that are different too. Yep. So you're going to be creating your business around like you and yourself and your needs and your work. Yep. And so if they're going to have a different experience. Yeah. And yeah. They, and the people um, like this is, uh, you can different differentiate yourself in the marketplace, but it doesn't have to be in your title. Yes. Yes. And that's like really what it comes down to. Like when you are differentiating, which is important You know, just like, obviously I'm talking to spiritual entrepreneurs, but for every business owner, you have to understand what it is that makes you different. And I'm going to take a quick sidestep here and say, it's normally your energy. It's normally just who you are and that's what makes it different. Mm -hmm. But you need to make sure that you're accessing that and sharing from that space on Mm -hmm. a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Right. So quick rant there, but you can differentiate (laughs) yourself in your social media content, in the way that you create copy overall, like on your website, on your homepage and stuff like that. The kind of pictures you take, the colors that you choose, the filters, right? The visual imaging, like that you use for your Instagram or anything like that. There's so many opportunities to create you. It doesn't have to be all fused into a title. Exactly. And you get a, a bigger you know, playground, so to speak, Mm -hmm. if you start using your, you know, your copy and your visual brand to differentiate because you're, you're having more to work with. Mm -hmm. You're having more, you know, content to work with. You're having more output to work with. Whereas your name is like really one and done. Like you say it, you don't really have to say it again in conversation, Mm -hmm. but you're trying to, like a lot of people are trying to use it to create this experience. Right. And that's not what that's for. Yeah. Like it's just using it for the wrong thing. Like the yeah. experience of your brand, the experience of how you show up in this business world is going to be carried by your energy, your copy, your visual brand, mm-hmm. and your brand messaging. And sometimes there's a separation between copy and, and that. And I really like that analogy that you said earlier because it's so true. I don't wake – I mean I don't walk up to people and say, hi, I'm Sahara, and like try to – Give them everything at once, you know. Yeah. Like uh, that's not how that would scare to the crap out of me. I would be like, "Oh my god!" Like, no, you stay over there with all that. Seriously, yeah. And like when you give yourself, like, take the pressure off of the name. Uh-huh. 
and you allow yourself to really play with infusing your brand, infusing your creativity into these other aspects, then you're able to, um, you know, just have a, a different energy about this whole thing. You're not trying, it's, it's not stressful. It's not like this big, um, you know, thing that you have to worry about, like, how am I going to present myself? It gets to be a consistent development that or like unfolds organically yeah. and you get to have fun with it and you will, you allow yourself to pivot more easily uh-huh. because you know, you're moving freely. But if you try to like kind of freeze yourself in time and shove, like I said, all of your dimensions into this four, you know, three to four word mm-hmm. combination, it, there's a lot of pressure there. It's yeah. like a ton of pressure. So really the the balance that you have to strike with the title is there has to be enough grounding in mm-hmm. it for people to get what you say in like five seconds. Yeah. Not, not like 30 seconds, five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you have to be able to, it has to be grounded and you have to be able to also have that little intrigue in there. Yep. Of like, oh, then makes them ask a question afterwards. Yep. Like, oh, really? What kind of work do you do? Or, oh, really? You're a tarot reader? What kind of readings do you do? Right. I didn't know tarot readers could have a business, you know, like just if you're talking to a muggle or something like that. Yeah. So it's, um, there has to be that, a balance of intrigue Mm -hmm. in the hook and also enough grounding in the five second speech. Right. Which is not even a speech, which a five second sentence that somebody can kind of get it. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And what was the other dimension that has to be in aligned with you? So when you say it, you see, you're saying it with enough confidence that feels good. Yeah, that's you really important. You have to important. feel really good when you say it, too. Mm-hmm. That's super important. Because if you say, like, I'm a coach, yeah, people are going to be like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying it like a question. Yeah, like, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm a coach. Cool. What do you like soccer? Like, what do you coach? Yeah. No, exactly. And I think that like when you're looking for that intrigue, because the opposite of being too unique is being like straight up. Okay. I'm a tarot reader. And that's your whole title. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're not really providing any sort of other context. So if you are going to have a more straightforward name, like I'm a chakra healer or I'm a Reiki master or I'm a tarot reader, something like that. You want to make sure that the rest of your brand carries your uniqueness very very well in what way so like if you're if you're positioning yourself as one of the 10 million tarot readers and Mm -hmm. you don't have a a good grip of how you are different Mm -hmm. and how you show up for your people then then it's you're going to blend into the background Mm -hmm. truly so you know if you are going to embrace just a straight up name which is totally fine um, you want to be conscientious to infuse your brand into other aspects. Otherwise, it'll get lost mm-hmm. and you'll have a very weak brand, frankly. That's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. That's how I came up with like a tagline. So okay. you can have a tagline that goes along with your title. Okay. And that kind of like takes a little bit of the pressure off. So when people ask you the secondary questions, they're like, then you can follow up with that. And that's where you can bring out some of the more creativity. Mm-hmm. That's where you can bring out some more of your personality. Okay. Right? Okay. So, so like, like I am a tarot reader, but I focus on, um, a tarot reader and healer, but I focus on, um, shadow work. And right. So I have a deep yet lighthearted approach mm-hmm. to healing and reading. Right. And that's where we, people really get to experience. Like, oh, how does she have a deep yet? Yeah. So that does create some intrigue. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think that um, the way that you would do this 
this it's so case by case yeah. but the idea is that you're addressing your approach or the people that you serve and or the people that you mm-hmm. serve in your tagline yes because like my tagline is essentially that i support visionaries leaders and coaches like spiritual life coaches mm-hmm. want to so expand you, their business okay so you use their you use like identifiers yeah. for your your people yeah. Mm-hmm. And the reason that I do that is because I want people to see themselves in what I'm saying immediately. Yeah. So I I don't go so much. I do the approach at the end because I'll say expand their business with integrity, which is similar to the podcast like tagline. Mm-hmm. And that is that's the approach. But I also call the people out immediately so that they know to continue listening. Yeah. In the tagline. So it's like, hey. But it is because I work primarily one-on-one. So I need them to be self-identifying okay. very, very quickly. If you're offering a service that you can offer to many, many people, you know, necessarily they're still one-on-one like sessions, mm-hmm. but you're not having to, you know, work with them for four months at a time. Like that is, you can just say your approach and I think that that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm really like, I'm looking for a specific personality type. I'm looking for a specific worldview and so i call that right out in my tagline so hmm, is that something that you would tell everybody to do not everybody i would only tell people who are um extremely sensitive about who they work with um especially if they're trying to use their business as a means of living out some sort of mission Uh and they want to like, I want to empower specific people group. Mm -hmm. That's a huge part of why I do what I do. If your, if your business isn't positioned like, like mine is, then you might have a different core driving value. So whatever that core driving value is making sure that you're honoring your desires and the way that you frame your tagline. Mm. So what if somebody is not clear on any of this? What if they're just like, they never thought about it this way? Well, I think that like, well, I know that this whole process is an unfolding process, right? So Mm -hmm. like even just listening to this today, will get the wheels turning so they can start asking these questions of themselves. But um, normally journaling is a really good way to Mm -hmm. like make some headway here and figuring out, okay, what am I doing with this? Your business is a tool that serves you and it serves other people, right? So if you don't have an idea of what you want, Mm -hmm. then your business can't give it to you, right? So like starting all the way back at like, what do I desire for my life? What do I desire for my experience? What do I desire for like the people that I'm around, Mm -hmm. aka working with? Mm -hmm. And getting clear on those things first, because then you can create a business that really supports you. Yeah. But if you already have a business, you're finding that you're not feeling supported, then come back to these points and say, okay, this isn't necessarily meeting my needs right now, but how, like, what are my needs? Yeah. What is it that I want? What is it that I'm craving that I'm not getting? Right. And when you have a, you have clarity on that, then you can shape your business differently, you know? And I think there's a lot of people who get to this point that maybe they've made some money, maybe not, but they get to this point of realizing like their business isn't serving them. Mm-hmm. And it is completely okay to like burn that to the ground and start over. <laughs> burn it (laughs) just like honestly give yourself permission to reinvent yourself as often as possible Uh if this means that you go through multiple titles 
then that's what it is. Like, that's not ideal because it may be confusing, (laughs) but like, it's not something that, like, I wouldn't want you to stick with a title that doesn't feel aligned. Yeah. Like the moment it doesn't feel good, either just stop saying it Mm -hmm. or, or get rid of it altogether or change it for what feels better. But yeah. Or look for the next step. Like, where is it? Where do I need to unfold next? Like why kind of look ahead and and figuring out what part of it doesn't feel aligned. Mm -hmm. Because if you're finding, for example, we work with a lot of coaches, like a lot of coaches will listen to this. And if the word coach is triggering to you and that's why, you don't want to use yes. the word coach, then you have a clear pathway of like, okay, where do I need, where do I need to go heal? Yeah. Obviously, it's my perception of coaches. coaches. Obviously, it's my... And either, usually it's because you are some kind of coach. <laughs> yeah, there is a resistance to it. But sometimes it's even that like they've had a negative experience with a coach and they don't want to be associated. Mm, you yeah. know, so there's a lot of different things that you can figure out for yourself. Mm-hmm. But like the when you're feeling that sensation of misalignment or incongruency, like you can stop and say, okay, feel into the different parts of your name and figure out what feels off because then you can kind of isolate that Mm -hmm. and say, okay, is this something I need to change? Is this something I can heal? Is this something that like just is, doesn't fit what I'm doing and I'm getting more aware that kind of thing. And like allowing yourself to shift in that moment um, it creates a lot of like self-confidence because you're like, yeah. you're honoring your desire and yeah. saying, okay, this doesn't really fit me anymore. Um, and I'm going to just change it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's almost like, it's almost like you carry a certain style, like a fashion style and yeah. you decide, Oh, you know, I don't really like this. Yeah, this I'm going to, really I'm going to dump my whole wardrobe and start <laughs> over. Like, that's okay. You can reinvent yourself. Well, it- I mean, honestly, what we're talking about is alignment. I think it's like being able to listen and know when things don't feel good and know when to pivot and yeah. know when to say, ooh, okay, where I'm feeling. Usually the way that I kind of frame it in my head is when I start to feel those feelings, it's like, oh, I'm having another evolution here. Like there's mm-hmm. something that's unfolding that I need right. to look at. There's something that's not aligned anymore. Maybe right. I'm outgrowing this. Yeah. Um, I'm emerging into something different and that's totally okay. Yeah. I think that's, that's fine. Yeah. And I think that like in the awareness shifts that you have there, like you're, it normally starts with, with some uncomfortable feelings, but as like, as long as you allow it to feel like, as long as you allow what is coming up in your awareness to be kind of impartial Mm -hmm. and not attaching a bunch of stories to it, then you'll be able to move through this whole thing really easily. Yes. And, um, you know, you're right. Like this is about alignment, but it's also like how to creatively like have permission to, to like have permission to show up with your creativity whilst honoring your alignment whilst actually making money. (laughs) Right. It's like this, this combination. And like, ultimately this is what business is. Mm -hmm, Like mm -hmm. the whole thing is your business is here to serve you. It's here to serve your people. You're here to do something with it. And you have to be aware of all of these different components that are coming into play here because you can't like, you can't ignore your own expression. So that's like one thing that sometimes people will do. They'll, they'll like, They'll feel things coming up and they won't feel like they're in alignment with their brand. Right. Yeah. And they're like, well, I have to like just keep doing it. Right. Instead of like letting, you can, you don't have to like change your brand overnight. That's not what I'm saying. But like you can start to incorporate 
Right. The what you're feeling. I mean, your business is supposed to be an expression of you. Your spiritual yeah. business is supposed to be an expression yeah. of you. And so if you're not letting those those things come out in them, then it's not then that creates inauthentic, inauthenticity. And it, yeah, like, yeah, and that's not where you want to be. It's out of integrity at that point. Yeah, and because you are constantly evolving, so it has to evolve too, mm-hmm. right? And it, it can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah, and it, I think that sometimes we forget that brands are not um, frozen in time, yeah. that they develop, right? <laughs> and so I think that there is a fear about like around being inconsistent. Mm-hmm. And so when there is a, something coming up inside of you that says, okay, I want to take a different direction, or mm-hmm. maybe I don't want to sell this program anymore, or maybe I want to change my pricing, or maybe I want to change my name, or whatever that looks like, um, there is this fear sometimes for people where they say, I don't want to seem flaky. I don't want to seem like I'm flip-flopping all over the place. And, like, if you are going to be bringing a new identity, so to speak, to your business, you don't have to go, like, for the jugular and, like you said, switch everything overnight. You can start incorporating your new brand messaging into what you currently have, and then Mm -hmm. it'll evolve naturally. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't have to be this um, flip-flopping sensation. And, honestly, it's better to be inconsistent and in alignment than it is the other way because then you're at least honoring yourself yeah like you're honoring the main person who's functioning in this business Mm -hmm. and the opposite is honoring your audience and not honoring yourself which i have done and it doesn't feel good (laughs) (laughs) i have i have and it doesn't feel good because then you're basically putting on a show Uh and you're not enjoying yourself yeah and And so like you're a puppet you're like i don't know why am i doing yeah, and that's, myself. like, people-pleasing extra, extra. Yes, like, yes, yes. So, like, it's better to be consistent, like, with your own desires. And if that means that they evolve over time, do that. Like, go with them. That's totally fine. Mm-hmm. You're safe to change. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of – and this actually is another case for having a simpler name. Because you can keep, for example, let's just say the name is Life Coach. You can keep the name Life Coach and go from like basic Life Coach, like, okay, I help you figure out some goals, Mm -hmm. all the way down to like, let's do deep healing shadow work. Uh And and that's still a Life Coach, so you're not having to pivot, pivot, pivot all the way down Mm -hmm. um, as you continue to grow. So that's another case, I think, for having a more simple, straightforward name. Yeah. 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 That's all we got. Yeah. That's all I got here. So what's the secret sauce? The secret sauce uh-huh. is to tell a stranger <laughs> in real life. Yes. In real life. I actually did an Instagram story where I did this at, at Dutch Bros. So what? they asked me what I they asked oh, me what yeah, I was yeah, doing. I remember, I remember. Yeah. And I um told them, Oh yeah, well I help spiritual people make money online. And I was like, oh, that's like the simplest that's ever come out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, tell a stranger, maybe in the coffee line, if you're a Dutch, part of the Dutch fan like me, <laughs> or just like someone in real life that doesn't know online business, yeah. what you do and see how they respond. See if they're confused, see if they're intrigued, see how it lands for them. Yeah, practice. Notice what questions they ask you. These are things that you can infuse into your brand, like in your branding or mm-hmm. in your tagline. Mm-hmm. And... Like, notice that, like, if they're completely overwhelmed with whatever you just said. Yeah, yeah. And 
do this with a few people. Don't just do it with one. Yeah, so, yeah. like, do it with, um, like, some random person and then maybe, like, an acquaintance. Yeah. Like, you meet through friends. Mm-hmm. Do it with them. Notice and see. Like she said, take inventory. Get feedback in your head mm-hmm. about what's going on. Because this is really just market research. So, yes. um, make sure that, like, you're not off-putting, but you also feel comfortable when you're saying it, too. You know? I have another one. What? Ask your clients. Uh to introduce you to somebody. So, like, ask them how they would introduce you or, like, have them introduce you because they're actually experiencing your work. Uh And I actually did this Mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago, and I I straight up asked, like, if I was at your event, because they were asking me to come to their event, how would you introduce me? OMG. And they said, I would call you a marketing and mindset coach. And I was like, I'm not not a mindset coach. (laughs) What? You know, and it blew my mind because she's she perceived like so much of my work as mindset uh-huh. and I don't even like I'm I'm just like, oh yeah, this is just what I'm talking about. <laughs> like I don't have like a category for it in my head. So it's really interesting to see how your clients end up introducing you. Mm-hmm. And the reason I said initially to like talk to a stranger it's because they're not going to have all these stories about you. Yeah. It's like they're they're not already seeing your Facebook feed and seeing what you're talking about. They're not seeing all of this stuff. So they're going to be the most impartial, so to speak, mm-hmm. person to talk to. And not that you have to appeal to the masses or anything like that, but it's going to give you a really clear mirror, really quick mirror yeah. as to like, how am I not being clear here? Yeah. <laughs> or could I be clear? Or is this fine? Like, is it okay? Yeah. I'm okay. I'm okay with this. Yeah. Yeah. So what we're going to ask you guys to do, just as a little game to practice all of this that we talked about yes. today, is to actually introduce yourself in an Instagram or a Facebook story mm-hmm. and then tag us in it so we can go ahead and see yeah. how you introduce yourself and yep. give you some feedback. We yep. can chat about it. Um, you can say your title and your tagline or whatever you consider your elevator pitch and then just go ahead and tag sold out strategy mm-hmm. and we'll respond to everybody's yeah. stories. I yeah. think that'll be really, really fun. We want to hear what you do. Yeah, and it also helps us get to know you. (laughs) So win, win, win (laughs) everywhere. But yeah, um, that sounds like a really fun thing to do. Also, if you like this podcast, share it out. Yes. Leave a review. Do the things like subscribe, Mm -hmm. all of that stuff. We're available (laughs) on iTunes. We're available on Google Play. We're available on Anchor. We're available on SoundCloud. There's no way you can miss us. Mm -hmm. Just find us on the internet. Yes. And, um, and, do what you want to do with that. Uh, you know what? Just <laughs> that's it. Do what you want with this. We're done. No. <laughs> All right, guys. See you next week. <laughs>